0: Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds, boosts, lightning deals and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day's coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with My bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own so if you're planning to bet this coming fall guess what you're already ahead of the game it's winning season at my bookie so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it today on the zabe cast what does it take to get fired in sports today well using the wrong pronouns probably but driving a deadly vehicle while drunk apparently not enough Notorious J.A.Y. joins me. We'll run the gamut of topics, including his Steelers, the Masters, and Tiger getting resotted on top. Your high test, not street legal. 30 minute dose of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buggle up and let's go. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Here we go. Thursday, November 12th, 2020. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right to it. I got an email from a listener, and I'm not going to mention his name because I'm not into name shaming if I have a vehement but gentlemanly disagreement with somebody. I would not do that. By the way, feedback always welcomed at zabe at yahoo.com. His email was essentially okay. First of all, he pointed out that the the, the factoid or the stat I brought out about Wisconsin's eligible voting percentage being 90%, not entirely accurate. It was 90% of registered voters, and that was only up 4% from the previous election cycle, so fair enough. Fair enough. I will take corrections. I will announce corrections as they come in. But he said, it's as simple as people like me, who are lifelong Republicans, who voted for Biden out of protest, who voted for Biden because they couldn't stand Trump. I expressed skepticism at that being a major factor, but maybe it is. He insists that's what he did. He claims he is a lifelong Republican who leans even more right, leans libertarian. 42 years old. But he said that Trump had dangerously moved the country and the balance of power to the executive branch, and he simply had to be stopped. He also lives in Georgia. I was like, all right, tell me what couple things he did Dangerous things to move the balance of power too much in the hands of the executive branch. Maybe there's some things I missed. Certainly, if he had done something illegal, that would have been talked about. President Obama used a lot of executive orders, which presidents are permitted to do. They're prescribed. You can do this by the stroke of a pen, you can do that by the stroke of a pen. It can be undone by a stroke of a pen, which a lot of What Obama had stroked into law or policy was unstroked by Trump. But as far as he had dangerously moved the balance of power to the executive branch, well, okay, I did not see that. Anyway, he said, I I scoffed and I said, well, if you really did that, you're an idiot because what you're going to get from a Biden-Harris administration, you're not going to like as a supposed libertarian. He said he cannot wait to vote in 2024 for a more principled and respectable Republican candidate for president like a Ben Sasse or a Tim Scott. And I said, good for you. I said, if they even run, if they've got a prayer in hell, I said, you'll be neck deep in the middle of a second Kamala Harris term as you're voting for these guys going, wow, this feels great. I'm really glad I did that. I throw up my hands when I get emails like this because I think either he's either a Democrat trolling me, which is possible, or it just shows how hopeless it all is at times that a supposed libertarian at heart, a guy who thinks he's a libertarian would vote for a guy in Biden because orange man, bad. Because in a related story, perhaps something this libertarian is going to be excited to hear about, perhaps coming this spring. One of Biden's COVID task force members, Dr. Michael Osterholm, has proposed a good, hard four to six week national lockdown to get the virus under control as soon as Biden takes office. It's funny because there's a headline from March titled Facing COVID-19 Reality, A National Lockdown Is No Cure, written by one Michael Osterholm. He said back in March, consider the effect of shutting down offices, schools, transportation systems, restaurants, hotels, stores, theaters, concert halls, sporting events, and other venues indefinitely. You forgot hospitals. Dumb fuck, people dying of diseases and treatable conditions and leaving all of their workers unemployed and on the public dole. The likely result, he wrote in March, would be not just a depression, but a complete economic breakdown with countless permanently lost jobs long before a vaccine is ready or natural immunity takes hold. We can't have everyone stay home and still produce and distribute the basics needed to sustain life and fight this disease. That was March. And now he's on Biden's task force to be. (laughs) Yes. All righty then. Totally changed his tune. Said the Fed could just print more money and pay everybody to stay home. Like, he hasn't thought through all the details. Would it pass you know, constitutional muster? What states would go rogue? Can you prevent people from fleeing? I mean, there's a million things. The fuck is he talking about? But you know he wants to. And you know if he's asking for a four to six week shutdown, he might take four. And maybe back off to three or two. But oh, yeah. Fucking lock it down. Flip-flopping dipshit expert, who likely won't face any restrictions himself, won't be forced to take a half-baked vaccine to work himself, is now directly contradicting himself from what he said in March. Yay, science. Yay, democracy. Yay, lifelong Republicans voting for Biden because, well, reasons. Idiots. Like I said, I have no idea how it would play out. I'm starting to think more and more, can we just have some guaranteed Republican states? I mean, just guarantee, like, let's take a map of the country. There's only about four states we need to horse trade over. Divide them up. We don't have to build a wall. We don't have to make sure there's a contiguous sort of thing. Just a guarantee that these states will be run by Republicans and these states will be run by Democrats, both in the congressional or the House legislator, legislature, and the governor's mansion. And there'll be elections, but there'll be elections within one party. And that way the country can sort itself the fuck out. We don't have to build a second parallel military. Like I said, we don't have to put up walls. We don't have to issue passports. Let's just do that first and see how it works. Sort of like a married couple Who live in two different residences or at least in two different bedrooms because guess what? I'll move. I'll move but I only want to move once. I don't want to move to Texas and then have that thing flip blue or Georgia and have that thing flip blue. We got to have guaranteed states where those who just don't think the way other people think are free to live with others who do think like us. And we can then be more friendly with each other. We can wave at each other. How's your state going? Uh, not so good. Oh, sorry to hear that. We're doing good over here. But don't you can move here if you want. You'll pay taxes. And you can vote all you want. You're gonna be voting for our brand of governance. You can pick any Republican you like. And same thing vice versa. You wanna to move to California? Great. You can pick any candidate you want as long as they're a democrat. I mean that's kind of the way it is right now anyway. But we've got the country teetering on the edge of four or five swing states. I think it'd be better out I think we'd be better off to just sort it out and 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 make identified states. These will be run by this party, these will be run by that party. We're still a country and we'll go from there. All righty, let's get to sport, shall we?
1: Good evening,
0: dude. Do you see how lush it looks? It's spectacular. Lush,
1: where? Augusta. Oh, okay. I watched uh, yesterday and it did look great in the fall. Can we keep it like this now? Put it in the fall? No. I'm being funny. I'm being funny. No,
0: no. You're being funny. No, no. You're missing it. I'm talking about Tiger Woods hair.
1: (laughs) Check it out. Did he go to? Did he go to the same guy Whitlock went to? (laughs) Bald on Bald on Monday, didn't play high top on Wednesday.
0: All right, you need to look up the tweet from Brendan Porath, P O R A T H. He's got a side Brendan Porath. He's got a side by side of Tiger doing his champions dinner with his family at home in April. And then a picture of him at the official champions dinner just on Tuesday.
1: Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, he had work done. <laughs> but you know what? The tiger, <laughs> do you, Tiger? Do you? Oh, my God. It's, yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like, yep, that's yeah, it. Yeah, he and Whitlock went
1: to the same guy because
0: that's remarkable. Hey, Dion Sanders recently got his hair restored brian Erlocker got his hair restored
1: if you can do it do it why not
0: well that's the thing
1: do uh, you, do you know called Charchian charge in rest- charge hair restoration yeah
0: blew me away when he admitted that
1: yeah if you can do it do it
0: i don't know man it's like it's with braces i could do it but i don't want it it's too invasive it's really? too yes. It's too cumbersome. It's still to me not good. It's not a penis implant. It's a <laughs> hair implant. I know. Dude, that's invasive. But I'm but I'm not. I'm not like Costanza, where it's like Jerry. I'm back in the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hair. You know, women. I have talked to them over the years and they have all said and I believe them that they don't care as much about looks or even a guy who's a bit frumpy and might have a bit of a paunch. Yeah, they would prefer a guy that looks good, but they have many other things they place above that. Namely yeah, women go can for he for keep the a long game.
1: Well, yeah, but, namely yeah.
0: can he keep a J O B.
1: Right. Yeah. That's what women look for Am I going to be financially stable? I'll take that guy. Right. We go we go for, you know, as as DVD's once said, you can't trust the big butt and the smile. We will look for the big butt and the smile. Exactly. Yes, we, women go for the long game. Right.
0: But if you're Tiger, I guess he was just looking at his own hatless head when he was not carrying the swoosh and striding down fairways. And he's like, I can't take this anymore. I can't was, take
1: was, it. Was Earl bald? I can't yes
0: oh okay. yes well oh, you yes. know
1: you get your jeans from your dad
0: they say uh well they say it comes from your mother's paternal side so in other words uh-huh. your mom's dad but i gotta well, tell grand, you my,
1: my grandfather had a full head of hair until he died at the ripe uh young age of 95 yeah my so. grandfather
0: nick o'neill had a fucking head of hair that you would marvel at brooklyn fire chief and even when he was uh you know, uh, in his seventies. I mean, he would brill cream that motherfucker back and it was <laughs> glorious. It was luscious. Oh God, it was. It was fantastic. And you know what I got of that? Zip. Not a <laughs> zippity zilch. Doodah. I got zippity doo yeah. my dad's direct uh genetic baldness overwhelmed whatever remnants of my mom's dad's good genetics for hair and <laughs> basically my my dad's my dad's baldness was Alabama. My mom's grandfather was uh, McNeese State. <laughs> that that was how that one went genetically, right there, seventy-three to
1: two. <laughs> but hey, so, life goes on. Before we start, before we start, before
0: we, we start,
1: just ahead. to let everybody know that you don't, we don't, you know, prepare this ahead. Of, so I called you Friday. Yeah, I didn't know you. I didn't know you were in Vegas, so I didn't know you have to give me a two minutes. On the Big on the news. sale of the radio station. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. give me just give me the two just some, some minds before. Because that's the wildest thing I've ever heard.
0: Well, I mentioned it on a previous podcast and sorry I did not pick up the phone and talk to you. I was literally in the middle of a round of golf. And that's, I listened no, that's quite alright. No, but I listened to your what well, I should have texted you back to say I'll talk to you later. Um I I, I knew that it would require a discussion with you. It couldn't be texted back and forth. And I figured you'll probably ask me when I have you on the podcast, and I'll talk about it with you on the air, because that's how I do things. So here we are. So yes, Urban One Radio, along with uh, Entercom, Entercom being one of the largest operators in the country, Urban One being a more niche uh, radio operator that owns mostly urban stations, and they owned a few sports radio stations, engineered a multi-market swap of stations about a dozen stations where they basically got together with intercom and said, look, you got this, this, and this, you don't want those. We got this, that, and this, and we don't want these. You have that. We'll have this and let's go. And I guess it made sense from a number of standpoints. Now we got flipped. We got traded to intercom as our new parent company for the team Nine Eighty in Washington, DC. And the, tricky part is Entercom already owns and operates wjfk 106.7 on one of the best fm signals in the market would you agree on that jay yes it's
1: i i can get it as soon as i get into like howard county they have, where a, I am.
0: they have a stable yeah. lineup that is headlined by the sports junkies in the morning who have been together for 25 years Get very good ratings, produce a lot of money for the station. They produce so much money for the station, they have four guys doing the lifting of what should Which be is a two-man of, by the show. Way. Right. Yes, exactly. It's, unheard of. it's pretty much unheard of, but good for them. I don't begrudge them. Uh they they they've done a good job and they're in the position position they are. The rest of the station had been pretty stable until Chad Dukes, their afternoon show host got fired for something he said on a podcast that still nobody knows exactly what it was.
1: Yeah. And that's what my question, this sounds like an inside hit job. Like they were thinking we were trying to get rid of him, And then the sale came and they were like, we'll get rid of him and we'll do something else with that time slot, which I tend to believe might be coming out of Virginia. Just my thoughts.
0: Well, Jay, that's what everyone has been saying. (laughs) Wouldn't it be natural? to take a Makes guy sense. who spent an afternoon drive in the market on a station that used to be the only sports radio station 15 years ago. I forget when JFK flipped from their sort of guy talk format. Was it about 05?
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. What, it was about 05. 0405.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, were the, we used to be the only sports radio station in the market. And... You would think that, hey, I got 20 years uh, in the market and it would make sense to slide me over. In fact, you know, it would make sense that Entercom would say, hey, this guy is on a station in Milwaukee that just flipped formats two years ago. They're a brand new sports station. He's already top five in Men twenty five fifty four. Why the fuck don't we have him doing that for us in the afternoons? You would think that'd be the logical, easy, no-brainer thing to do, right?
1: But again, it's radio, which is run by, as Tony Kornheiser once said, C students. So <laughs> It is, uh, I would say it's a coin flip.
0: I'd say it's 50-50 to do the easy, logical thing. Which I going to ask these questions? But I don't know. But here's the thing, by the way. So we learned about this on Thursday out of the blue. Get this, we get a we get a text from CJ our program director that says uh there's a station-wide conference call you need to be on it. Play uh a tape of whatever you can find for 15 minutes during your show. That's how you know some shit's going down in radio, right? Yeah. So we do that, we get word of this trade on Thursday and we're told by management at Urban 1 that uh Entercom will be reaching out to you guys. Uh, you know, shortly because they're moving on this, that it's the, 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 the transaction is supposed to close fairly quickly as of this taping on Thursday, a week later, I've heard nothing. Nobody else has heard anything, but it could come quickly here. I'm not freaked out. I'm not panicked. I know what kind of job I could do if given the chance. I would hope they'd be enthusiastic about bringing me on board and including me in a big role in the station. I have no idea if they're really going to try to operate two sports radio stations in the same market. I don't know what the business model for that would be, Jay. Do you think they might operate two distinct?
1: No fucking way. (laughs) That's not even good business.
0: Well, if you can sell them both. Maybe I don't know how.
1: Like, like, when, like when I was there and we got bought. There is a lot of uh, tight assholes right now.
0: Well, uh, the more likely thing is that they're going to uh, throw away half the warm bodies. Yes. If not, if not more,
1: <laughs> throw away your program director. He's gone. Sorry no, to say. Well, no. not sorry to
0: say. I mean, but that's another story. That's let's not go down that road. It's
1: another do another story. Yeah. But yeah, they, throw, throw away half the warm
0: bodies. Incorporate yeah. who they want.
1: Keep the sales staff because the sales staff always oh, makes it. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa! We don't have a sales staff at nine eighty. What they fired all them? Oh yeah, we only had two. Oh. We only had two dedicated salespeople, and then when the pandemic hit, they lasted about a month, and they was like, okay, out.
1: Oh wow! Okay, I didn't know that. All right, okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. that's less. The engineers gone, but they were, they well, were the engineer, engineers. well. The engineer, well, the engineer. they'll
0: still do engineering for Urban One, so. Yeah. I mean, I I luckily here here's my I mean, th- truthfully this is how I feel, Jay. And of course I've got another gig that is backstopping my immediate need for income. But even still, uh whatever happens is going to happen, you know? I'm not going to worry about it. I know what I can do if they come to me and say they want me to do this or that, I can say that sounds interesting. How about this? And if we come to terms, it'll be high five. Why, why, why? why, why, why. <laughs> high five, as Borat would say. And God, I, I would love to have a show booming over people's FM stereo speakers on 106.7. It's been a dream of mine. I listen to that station, and I cry at how good the signal is, and how far it reaches and blankets the metro area. No matter how well, like, good a job you do on on a, on a radio show, if
1: nobody can hear it, Jay, who cares? Exactly. Right, but well, you do have the all powerful Bob Sugar in your well, in your corner.
0: Also, I think my agent is is good at you know representing what I can bring to the table. But again. It's radio. radio. That's true. Again. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what what happens. We'll see what happens. And obviously I I, I want my friends and colleagues to stay employed. And I'm friends and colleagues with everybody at our station. But I think it's entirely unrealistic to think that everyone's going to make the cut. This is the way of the biz. This is the life we've chosen. This is the life you've left behind, Jay.
1: We shall see what happens.
0: This is the life you've left behind, and you're happy, this, right? This is, yeah, yes, because yes. stuff
1: like this would just kick you right in the fellas.
0: Right, exactly. It's uh, it's not a stable business. No. And it's also not a transferable business either. No. But, hey, it's fun. Pete's working for a living. You could be slapping tar on a hot I course. could be. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds, boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey day is coming there is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own so if you're planning to bet this coming fall guess what you're already ahead of the game it's winning season at my bookie so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it okay let's get to it why hasn't tony LaRusse been fired yet
1: i don't i was i said about three or four months no not three or four months ago when the jordan documentary aired on uh ESPN. Jerry Reinsdorf might be one of the worst owners ever. He just got lucky a couple times.
0: I don't think he's a bad he, owner. I think oh, he's I do. a bad oh, I do. It, No, no, I think he's a bad
1: guy. No, but he let well, he's a bad owner because he let Krauss do what Krauss did. And I was like, that's a bad owner. Well, Krauss built the team that won six times. But then fucked it up. He won't. <laughs> that, right. that could have could they could have won at
0: least. Two or three more titles. Wait a minute. Did you watch the same documentary I did and everyone else in the spring he, last? Dance? He hired.
1: He fucking hired Tim Floyd. How'd that work out?
0: Listen, Jordan was delusional, thinking we could have won a couple
1: more. That oh, dynasty think, oh, one is on could've. its. Oh no, no. Pippen was hurt. Well, and wanted they, to if, leave. If they would have resigned Scotty, which, by the way, a sane person would have come to their senses oh. and rehire and, and re-signed Scotty. But, no, Kraus wanted to – he was the guy – Pippen said, was hurt all the take... time. Pippen took half
0: of that year off getting surgery late because he was pissed off about because his contract situation. Contract. Was Pippen yeah. any good when he went to Houston or Portland? Did he go to Houston was, and Portland, or where did he go?
1: He went to Houston and Portland. He was still, like, a top-ten player. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm not sure, man. It, it took a lot to win that championship.
1: Well, And okay, the lockout then, was coming. But then again, Reinsdorf was a terrible – Baseball owner, the White Sox of the eighties and nineties were fucking juggernauts. I know. And he fired and he fired Larusa after the eighty three season when they lost to my
0: Orioles. Yeah, he's a
1: he's a terrible owner.
0: That said, uh he's got championships. There are worse owners that have nothing in their trophy case and will always That's, have nothing well, in their trophy case.
1: Tony Larusa should have never been hired. A, B, <laughs> he shouldn't still be well, employed. I mean, it, you can't have a
0: guy be the face of your franchise when he drives drunk for a second time in yeah, his career.
1: Not, yeah, not the first time. Yeah,
0: and, and and then pulls this shit of, do you know who I am? I'm a Hall He's, of Famer, brother. Do you, see this, do you see this ring? Right. Oh, my God. Right. What is this ring? The get out of a crime ring? It's a crime to drive drunk. And it is dangerous and kills and maims people. It should be taken seriously. Now, people are going to say, don't you have lawyers that uh, defend drunk drivers on your station in Wisconsin? Yeah, because everyone deserves a robust and full defense. But I'm still not saying that, you know, teams and baseball and sports shouldn't treat drunk, drivingly, drunk driving as seriously as anything, if not more.
1: I, I also hate Larusa because he's the one that has put us in the predicament of how baseball is now with the relievers. He started that with Oakland yeah in the 90s so yeah. but if it wasn't oh, yeah, him I,
0: if it wasn't him it was gonna be somebody else right
1: yeah uh, well i'd like i'd like to think we'd still have the same game i loved as a youngster but yeah. you're probably right yeah. yeah
0: speaking of fire jeffrey tubin has been fired by the new yorker we'll see if cnn follows suit
1: <laughs> how did he have a job at log <laughs> should have been fired day two Tubin a zoom
0: meeting Jerking off in front of colleagues, and it still took a month to fire his ass. Go How figure, right?
1: possible?
0: I don't know. Maybe they uh, – you know, Greg Marshall was just fired at Wichita State. And Jesus. it took them a couple of Shit months bags. to kind of get – I know. And it took them a couple of months to kind of get their P's and Q's all lined up. And a lot of it's lawyers, obviously, but still. So Jeffrey Tubin and his horniness and his exhibitionism oh, cost God. him easily – Two $1 million a year jobs, I'm betting.
1: How is it not hard to keep it in your pants? I don't know. A Zoom? I, that's, that's a sick, he's a sick individual. He
0: is a sick he's, fuck. He thought, yeah. I can get away with this.
1: Yeah. Is it, yeah this Even the
0: horniest toads out there can be like, oh shit, okay, I got a Zoom meeting. All right, all right, let me cross my legs. Well, I
1: what? will say, remember in radio, there, there are guys who uh looking at porn overnight don't, and don't clean well, the search engines the well, next day you come in, well, you know, that's, lo- is up. that's
0: looking at it. That may not be acting upon it. And that's true. That's it's true. It's different than doing it in front of your colleagues. Yeah. I mean, that's, Jesus, okay. uh, Lamar Jackson said, they seem to know what plays were running. Did you see that quote from today?
1: Yeah. Cause you've got like six,
0: <laughs> not hard to guess, huh?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, Hey, wonderful athlete it was a great system last year <laughs> but, but I saw somebody today saying I' can't, I can't remember who it was God I, I want to quote him but basically saying you're stupid if you don't think Lamar Jackson is like the second best quarterback in the NFL and oh I'm my like, God why am I stu- why am I dumb for that? he is a good quarterback who can't throw consistently good why am I dumb for saying that my my points have been proven
0: right. No, you're right. And and now people are saying, hey, you gotta keep this shit in house. Don't say that stuff. Like this well, was this, tantamount to throwing Greg Roman, the OC, under the bus.
1: There are they, they have some loose lips over there because remember two weeks ago, Hollywood Brown on Twitter was bitching because he didn't get the ball enough. Yeah. And and this, he's uh, yeah. and he's
0: not wrong. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting final eight games for the Ravens because they're clearly not last year's juggernaut. I mean, last year, they went through people like shit through a tin horn. This year, every game is a struggle.
1: Um, Thanksgiving night, they played Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. That oh, ought to be yeah. interesting.
0: Going to be epic.
1: Yeah, because Harbaugh may go insane if he doesn't win that game.
0: Dateline dumb takes. Did you see Tony Kornheiser, your boy Stern's boy, with his take on Justin Herbert of the L.A. Chargers. Oh, God. Here's what Tony Kornheiser said. Hey, this isn't the Cy Young. You got to win games. If you don't win games, you're going to get your coach fired. Mm.
1: Justin Herbert
0: has been there five hot minutes. Anthony Lynn, as good as he may be as a coach, is terrible at closing out games. His record with Leeds late is a horror show, and that predates Justin Herbert. Plus, Herbert dropped two perfect passes and, into the hands of his receivers to win the game on and Sunday and they didn't yeah. catch him. How's that his fault? You can't ignore you
1: know, that's what? what kind of Chris take totally is that from Tony? Take, this yeah, is this terrible, is not the Cy take. Young.
0: You're gonna get your coach fired. I'm a rookie you wasn't supposed to be playing right now, and I'm balling out. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: If you had to redraft, would Herbert be your number one pick?
0: Uh, in this past year's draft, who was the yes. number one quarterback taken?
1: It was Tua?
0: No, it was Burrow. No. Now Burrow's, no, sorry. Burrow's Burrow.
1: better. Burrow's no, That's That's dumb. Burrow's really good. Yeah. He's really, really good. Yeah. Uh, Tua, what do you think of Tua so far after two starts? That was a great game on Sunday. And I came in, I came into that late and I was like, holy shit, this is nice. Yeah. Did you
0: see the seed that Kyler Murray threw to Christian Kirk for 54 yards?
1: On that post pattern? Yes. Dime.
0: Yes. Fucking absolute missile. And I love to see it from a dude who's so short. Because you tend to buy into the notion of you got to be tall, you got to have long appendages, you got to have the levers, you know, the mechanical advantage. He is a little dude who doesn't just run around like a maniac that you can't catch. He throws bullets. He'll probably end up being a way better quarterback than Lamar Jackson.
1: That that team is only held back by their idiot coach. But when he gets when he gets fired. They're going to be really good cliff with two Fs. With, with two F's. Yes. <laughs> exactly. two, yes.
0: Uh, speaking of stunning, did you see that Isaiah Thomas reportedly was stunned by the level of MJ hate in the documentary, the last dance?
1: Well, no, I, I saw him say, and speaking, you no, know, you said Tony had the worst take. Isaiah had the worst take. Isaiah said, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, when I was playing, I, my, uh, the people who I, who I was going against wasn't Jordan. It was Bird, Magic. I'm like, what are you talking about, Isaiah? <laughs> he said, "What did Isaiah play the
0: not my rival? Right. That's basically what he was saying. Jordan was not my rival. <laughs> really? Yeah. Pistons, Bulls, not rivals? Yeah. Interesting, Isaiah. As the years
1: go on, his legacy gets tarnished oh. more. And people forget he was like the second best point guard we'd ever seen well, behind Magic.
0: Well, and he was a smiling angel. Because that was the persona he put out. And, in fact, he was a devious, sexual, harassing shitbag who couldn't run a franchise, killed the CBA.
1: Yes. Yep. Yep. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Killed killed the Knicks
0: twice. Right, exactly. Hell of a point guard, though, though.
1: He was great, you know, but when he was with Rodman in the locker room and Rodman said that Larry Bird... If he were black, it would be just. And I say it's like, play. yeah, I'd
0: have to agree and with he, that. And
1: he co-signed it. That was it. Done.
0: Yeah, it was frustration at the moment, and he didn't know how he was going to play. So go figure. Do you see Kobe Bryant's Lower Marion boyhood home is up? It just got sold for eight hundred and ten thousand dollars, which included included the basketball hoop he purportedly grew up shooting on in his driveway, which is a sweet-as-pie reverse driveway. It's like down a hill, and the driveway to this suburban house went in the back of the house. Nice, Look. flat, square area. That little driveway to shoot in for most kids in suburbia, it's as good as it gets. Well, Jelly made
1: some good money overseas. So. I know he did.
0: I know yeah. he did. It's interesting, though, that Kobe Bryant, though, became... You know, accepted as the alpha killer NBA player of this generation, and he theoretically grew up as soft as vanilla ice cream in the Burbs. Driveway game, drive right, drive. He he had mad driveway game, but Mamba skills and could shoot like a mofo.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: god damn, he's fucking
1: dead. Where is where is Lower Marion?
0: He's fucking dead, man. Can you believe that? That's how this that's how this whole year got off kilter. Boom.
1: was that the first was that the
0: first kick in the fellows that was yeah that was the first shit that went wrong period i didn't, unless i can think of something else oh wait a minute uh maybe richard sherman failing to cover tyreek hill in the super bowl there there's the first one for you right there kyle shanahan <laughs> overthinking it again losing the super bowl <laughs> but that's on him fuck you yeah. okay <laughs> okay uh let's see here uh what were you gonna say about kobe
1: no, Lower no, no, Merion. No, where's no, Lower Merion? Yeah, where's uh, Lower, where the Where's that in conjunction? In Mainline, yeah. In conjunction. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's like northeast of the city, or excuse me, northwest of so the city.
1: Is it? So it's okay. So it's a Philly suburb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So, still though, I, I mean, my my wife is from there. You couldn't pay okay. me enough money to live in Philly, anywhere in Philly, including the exurbs. And I know for those of you who do live in Philly and listen to me right now, don't take it personally. There's a lot of places I couldn't live. I couldn't live in Houston. I got friends in Houston. I'm like, holy shit, this place, no way. I can barely live here in the DMV. I'm getting more and more sick of it by the day. You could live in uh, Lancaster. You could live there. Lancaster, PA? Yeah. I don't know, man. God's country. The Amish. (laughs) Yeah, you could live there. Ezekiel, Jedediah. You could live there. I guess so. Uh do you see the uh, NFL is going to revisit the idea of fourth and 15 for a onside kick quote unquote Excuse me what? Yes instead of an onside kick which people say it's impossible to convert now spoiler it's not impossible it's been converted multiple times this year
1: Yeah uh yeah yeah I I E C U S C versus Arizona State
0: no, no, in the pros, though, because they mandated right. the splitting up of the players and you can't do pull those pieces. It's almost
1: an impossible at any, any level. Yeah. No,
0: it's still it, – the onside kick is one of the most exciting plays in the game. Would you agree? Yes, yes. Because on the one hand, if you're the team receiving it, you know you just have to recover and you win the game. Easier said than done. Easier said than done. And the team that does pull it off is so pumped up and so full of emotion, you're now in serious trouble no matter how much time is left. It's a great play, even in its neutered state with the new safety rules. Because, you know, one play every fifth game is really going to make the difference in a sport in which every play guys are trying to rip each other's heads off, right?
1: I I love it when they when well the old way they would send one guy in to like unibomb yes. the, uh, the <laughs> right
0: <laughs> hey, that was awesome that was great right. it's like all right we're gonna have ten guys here to catch the ball you Carl you fucking run as hard as you can at and the take middle out like two guys at if the you middle can. of that wall of ten dudes all lined up on one side of the field <laughs> Right, coach. Right. we Will do. Where, wherever the ball is coming, you run right past it. Yeah. You run right past it at the, at the heart of the line and blow it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, a fourth and 15 play would just be another shitty fourth and 15 play. Gee, I guess what it would be? A pass, right? A duh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Watch out for the draw on oh, fourth so and 15.
0: <laughs> uh, medical update, Jay. Gird, gird, gird. Gird's the word. I got gird. You know what, what that is? Curve? No. Gastroentological reflux disease. Okay, in other let's
1: words, I cut in the chase. I got you silent.
0: That. Uh, immediately, no, but it can lead to something called Barrett's esophagus, which God is damn. very awful, and they can lead to esophageal cancer, which is really fucking bad. So anyway, yeah, I've got uh, silent acid reflux in which I don't have heartburn. And it's just a little bit of reflux that has been fucking with my vocal cords. The good news is my vocal cords are fine. There's no nodes or anything on them. But I got to take this medication and joy of joys, Jay, cut down on carbonated beverages,
1: no caffeine, more yeah.
0: and spicy foods. Or in other oh. words... A pie slice compromising 78.2% of my diet.
1: Well, if you can live longer, I believe it's worth it.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to have to try to dig in and and handle it. Uh, We've all got medical issues. I was thinking of you today at the doctor's Uh office because I know you've had medical issues. You've shared them with us. I have. And I appreciate that. And I think to myself okay, stop being such a pussy and stop being such a hypochondriac thinking, okay, this is the day that she looks down there and, and, and recoils in horror and says with an ashen face, you've got cancer. I was convinced of that because I'm that, I'm that much of a hypochondriac. I needed to settle the fuck down and look at guys like you who've been in and out of the hospital multiple times. In fact, on my intake forms, they they said to list your previous surgeries. I skipped right over it. The woman looked at the sheet she goes, Did you forget to fill this out? And I go, no. I've never been cut on. Wow. Okay, that's... 52 years of age, not a single vegetable in sight. Never been cut on. Except for, I guess my wisdom teeth would be
1: surgery. I had tonsils, and I've had colonoscopies. Does that count as medical procedure? Even though we... All men over forty should be having that colonoscopy.
0: I got. I got to have. I got to go get the old ass search real quick. Yeah,
1: right, that's even though I, I will say pocket. not as invasive as the COVID test. Right. Exactly. That was like the worst thing I've done in like years. Couple more COVID test.
0: Couple more. Do you see that ESPN is shutting down all of its e-sports coverage and properties? So now, in other words, nerd gaming. Being pushed off as, quote, sports, is about to be delisted as a, quote, sport, which is something I said the entire fucking time. I said, I ain't got nothing against video games. I grew up on Kubert. I was the grand champion at Galaga at age 12. I played Asteroids with the rest of the kids. I like video games. Guess what? It's not a sport. Stop calling it esports. It's not. Well, ESPN just said we're out.
1: I just saw something on brian gumbel's uh hbo real sports about how like 13 year old kids are now multi-millionaires they are and how this is like the next big thing that it is
0: it's just not sports it's not going away it's just yeah it's these sports entities the other guy that's going to take a fucking bath on this is old teddy.com ted leonsis big on esports. i got a team this is going to be the next wave. Younger people will get them into gaming, and then they'll transition over into sports sports. And I'm Speaking like, no. Of they... bad. Speaking of bad owners. I know. And I'm like, no, they fucking won't. You think they're going to pay for one of your partial ticket plans to see the Grizzlies and the Wizards on a Tuesday night in February for $115 a ticket?
1: Get fucking real. I get Speaking of low key band owners, Ted Liatzis, next question.
0: All right. Lebetard apparently is paying for his producer, Chris Cody, because he got laid off by ESPN. So However, however Lebetard himself may not be long for the ESPN world because, according to Andrew Marchand, it looks like the two are heading for a divorce Lebetard and ESPN.
1: A buddy and I were trying to sit down and figure out who is in and who is out at ESPN. And Lebetard was like the first, he causes too much trouble. So the, the juice is not worth the squeeze all the time with Levitard.
0: Do you know what he makes a year, according to Marshawn?
1: Oh my god, three million. Yeah,
0: ding, right oh, on the thank nose. Thank you. There you go. So his producer Chris Cody, who is great, so, great Cody's son, right? Yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. Probably was making what sixty.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, radio. at at the most sixty. At the at most, the least. Forty-five, right. yeah,
0: right. And Levitard said he would give him a raise, so he's still to me on the show. It's a very nice thing to do, but it's only it's only doable if you're making three million dollars a year.
1: So, wait a and I, so, and
0: and by the way, you're basically single, like Levitard is. He's married. Well, basically single, meaning no kids. Oh, okay, okay. No family.
1: Uh very quickly, who do you see as being out over there? High price, high high price name. At talent-wise? Yeah.
0: I, don't I do know. think Leber- – I, 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 I don't know because
1: – It was a fun game that we were yeah. going down the list. Like, I, I got a feeling like Bomani Jones probably is gone.
0: No. For
1: prob- no, no, Bomani Jones is not gone? No? no.
0: They're, no? Not, they're not firing minorities right now. No chance.
1: Okay. All we'll right.
0: see. We'll see. Plus, a lot of them are under contract, so it doesn't make sense to fire them because you're not going to recoup any money. Anyway. Uh, Free Britney. See where she failed in her attempt to get her dad removed as the conservator of her estate? Are you on the Free Britney movement? She's still a thing. She could be a thing. She says she's not going to perform again until her dad is out of her life. And apparently this court just said yesterday, yep, sorry about that. He's still in charge. His lawyers say, look, when we took over, it was 2008. She had shaved her head. She was attacking cars with umbrellas, and the paparazzi remember, were soaking it up. That. She had yeah. m- m- she had three different lawsuits going against her. She was damn near broke. We figured out a way to settle. We got her sober and clean. We pushed her back on stage in Vegas. She did a big run at Planet Hollywood for a while. She's got like $60 million in the bank, and we didn't do anything bad to her. And the judge is like, yeah, you keep doing what you're doing. Brittany, you probably should just chill out. Maybe record another album. Let your dad handle if, the money.
1: If I had to liken her to any athlete, she would be like Tiger Woods, right?
0: Nah, cause she wasn't she's not as talented. Like you got no, no, Tiger no, no, woods terms no. in terms of but, the rise and the fall? Yes, yes. That's what I mean. I'd liken her to Mike Bibby. Mike Bibby wasn't on
1: everybody's tongue, though, like right. Britney Spears was. Good
0: point. Let me back that off. It has to be somebody who won a championship.
1: But it, it had to be somebody it, who it, was the literally the biggest thing in the world.
0: She was the biggest thing in the world, wasn't she?
1: Maybe Mike Tyson. Tyson. Maybe yeah. Tyson. Mike yeah. Tyson. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: she was the world's number one. Uh, and then finally, Serena Williams has got a deal endorsing K-Swiss, and I just wanted to say, not Serena, Venus, Venus, I've always been a Venus guy. I always have felt like she's the sweeter, prettier of the Williams sisters and never got as much love, publicity. Not the better tennis player, I'll admit that. But I've always been a Venus guy. So good for Mm. her. I know. Makes me in the minority, right? Yes. I'm going to say yes. (laughs) You're going to say yes. What don't you like about Venus? Sweet, sweet Venus. Not my cup of tea. She's just like – is Serena your cup of tea?
1: I mean let's let's be honest Serena is the prettier of the two. I don't know like, man. She's Serena, the more athletic no, of the two. 23-year-old Serena Williams was 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 kind of hot and she had the brick house body to go with it too.
0: Okay, I, I want you to take another look at.
1: Oh, I don't have to. I, I'm not changing my. I'm not changing my mind on that. One. Come on! No, 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 no,
0: no. It it must be something with the so-called golden triangle of eyes, nose, chin. You know, they came That's- from the. They came from the same mama. <laughs> Again, right? Not changing it. Okay. So I'll
1: take Serena all day.
0: Okay. All right. Anything else before we get to fuck that guy?
1: Uh, no. I mean, literally, there's nothing. There's nothing on TV to watch during the week except football on Thursdays. Okay. this has got to end soon.
0: Uh, well, the NBA's starting up. College basketball's going to try. Yeah. Who knows, though? Here we go. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, here we go, Jay. Who do you got this week for FTG?
1: Lane Kiffin. (laughs) If (laughs) we be on the Mount Rushmore of biggest dicks in the world.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, He said yesterday he feels a lot of teams are using COVID to cancel games because they would just like to hide players who are injured. Wow. Yes. And that's why he's Lane Kiffin.
0: Yeah, that's something else right there.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just...
0: What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and to use Lane Kiffin, a perennial, fuck that fuck guy. Fuck that guy.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, I got to fuck that guy. For the dude who mocked Nelson Aguilar... When he was catching babies out of burning buildings in Philadelphia. Remember that guy? Oh, he, yeah. he was.
1: It was like, yeah, I guess I can catch better than Aguilar.
0: Yeah. Unlike, yeah. he's like, yeah, they're just throwing babies. And we were like, okay, we're catching them. Unlike like, Aguilar. Guess who is leading the NFL in yards per catch right now?
1: I know this answer. because Nelson
0: former USC
1: Trojan great Nelson Aguilar he has
0: been reborn in silver and black so to the viral sensation that mocked him in Philadelphia fuck that guy good for Nelson Aguilar all right Jay holy shit 40 minutes and it felt like it was a five minute call
1: That's how it should be.
0: That's how it should be. All right. As our mentor and idol, Ken Beatrice, used to say to callers on Sports Call back in the day, Jay.
1: Bye-bye now.
0: (laughs) I'll end on this. How's it going, Minneapolis? Headline. Minneapolis considering hiring more police officers from out-of-state to deal with spiraling shortage of police officers. (laughs) Crime is soaring. And they didn't even begin to so-called defund the police. All they had to do in Church's home state and home city was to say, we're going to defund the police. The city council just said, we're going to do this. And that was enough to A- Send officers running to retirement or going to work at Best Buy, where at least they won't get shot, to crime skyrocketing in the Twin Cities. That's all it took, was just saying, we're going to defund the police. One of the uh, city council members said, we're barely able to cover the shifts we have now. We really can't allocate additional police officers for on-duty shifts. Mayor Jacob Fry, remember him? The guy who hung his head in shame as they chanted, shame, 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 as he walked away from the mob back in the spring. He supports the arrangement according to his office. The proposal will come before the council's policy and government oversight committee on Tuesday. If it passes there, it'll likely come up for a final council vote on Friday and then to the mayor for approval. It calls for about five months or the proposal comes about five months after a majority of council members promised to work toward ending the police department following the George Floyd death. The city has struggled to combat a wave of violent crime, reducing recording 74 homicides so far this year. At the same time, an abnormally large number of officers have departed following Floyd's death and the subsequent unrest, and it has strained the department's resources. Some officers have even filed PTSD claims. Oh, that's going to cost you a lot of money right there. In addition, Minneapolis is fighting a lawsuit by a group of local activists who say the city is operating below the level of officers mandated by the city charter to keep the citizens reasonably safe. Ah, ah, more problems! And I laugh because you know well they're not going to elect anybody but more Democrats in Minneapolis. So as much as I love Church and I know he loves Minneapolis... Let them fucking rot. Good luck, Minneapolis. Good luck. Remember, this is not a full-blown recap of everything in sports and sports alone over the last 24 to 48 hours. It's a different product. It is an additional bonus cut to the album that is my spoken word bullshit every day. You want sports, 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 and more sports, mostly sports, kind of sports? 6 to 9 a.m. on the game in Milwaukee and 3 to 6 p.m., on the Team 980 in D.C., and you'll get that there. Thank you for supporting this podcast, and if you support it by your download, that's enough. If you want to support it more, for $5 a month, you'll get tomorrow, Friday's podcast, during football season known as Football Five Ways Friday. Once we're out of football season, it's just an extra podcast you're not going to get if you don't subscribe Go to my website, zabe.com, and you'll see how to subscribe there. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend or two. Rate and review so it tickles our algorithmic overlords and blesses this podcast. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you next time. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with my bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it.